About two years ago, I switched to using a paper notebook like this for planning out my days and in fact the entire week. And throughout the evolution of this process, I found that the combination of the physical tax that you pay from writing something out, combined with the limitation of planning to a page per day, is a surprisingly effective way or a workflow um, for managing your time and being more productive. Hi, I'm James, and this is Paved With Good Intentions. Every Sunday night, I sit down with my notebook and I spend sometimes an hour or two uh, planning out my entire week. And the process works like this. I start off with one page that is my summary of what I want to do with that week. Um, it's usually actually the bit that I'll write last, but I'll start off with, with marking out that page at the start. Then I'll take one page per day, so seven pages, and I'll title them by the, the day and the date for the, the, uh, the seven days of the coming week. And then I'll reserve a page at the end that is for follow-up items that I don't get to throughout that week. Then I go through a sort of step-by-step -step process to start filling out the content uh, in that week. So I start by just putting in sort of the, the bookends or the logistical items. What time am I going to wake up? What time am I going to sleep? What, am I, what meals am I going to have? What exercise am I going to do through the day? Then at the back of the notebook, I keep a page where I write down all of my recurring tasks. So things I know I'm going to have to do, like take the dry cleaning out, change the kitty litter, pick up the groceries, all those sorts of things that are recurring tasks in my week. And I look at that page in the back of the book and I write those items into the days of the week that's coming up in my plan. Now, once I've done those logistics and the recurring items, I then take a look at my calendar and I don't necessarily replicate my entire calendar into there because I still refer to my calendar as my sort of in the moment time management of where I should be through the day. But I'll write down any tasks that are in support of particular meetings or events or things that I have going on that week based on what's in my calendar. Then I go back to that page that we reserved uh, last week for the follow-up items and I'll find a place within this week where I can rewrite those uh, items that didn't get done last week in a space uh, where I'll try and get them done this week. And then lastly, I then start to think about what are the themes for this week? What are the objectives? What do I want to achieve? And then I'll start writing in tasks that support that objective or that theme into the days where I think I can get that done throughout the week. Those themes and those objectives for the week, they will go on to formulate the, the final version of that uh, page that we reserved at the start of the plan for the high level things we want to do that week. And I usually write just a couple of different paragraphs. There'll be a paragraph for just the overall summary of what I want to do this week, what I want to achieve. And then I'll break it down into some specific items for what I want to do for myself, what I want to do for my son, what I want to do for my work, um, and also what I want to do for my health that week. That's just what works for me. Now, all of this you could do with an electronic organizer, right? Or a calendar app or a, or a to-do items app or all, you know, all those sorts of online or software-based systems. But those systems, they let me down in two different ways. First of all, they're often limitless and boundless. You can create a to-do list that is as long as you want. Right? Modern computers can store billions and billions and billions of to-do items. And so they're boundless uh, and they, you know, they tend to be long scrolling lists. Um, but the other problem with the, the sort of, you know, the software way of doing this or the online way of doing this is that there's no penalty. There's no real uh, penalty or, or extra effort you have to go through when you don't get an item done and you go and reschedule it on another day or you kick it down the road until it gets done. That process is just too easy when you're working with an electronic list. 
In the way that I plan out my days, once I've written all down all those tasks, um, what I'll do is throughout the, the week as I'm going through my day, I'll tick off the things that I do get done, awesome. But the things I don't get done, at the end of the day, I will then look over my plan and the things that I haven't done, I'll go and rewrite those on another day throughout the week, or I'll go straight to the end of that week and write them on the page of things that we didn't get done this week that we're gonna carry over till next week. And it's that act of rewriting those things that, that makes this process really work for me, okay? Because that's that physical tax, that's that friction that's missing when you use an electronic system or a software system to organize yourself. You think about how easy it is to click and drag an item or copy and paste an item from one list to another, or oh, I didn't get this done today, I'll get it done tomorrow, ah, shuffle that over to tomorrow. It's way too easy. When you have to actually sit down with a pen and paper and write out the items you didn't do, two great things happen. One is, again, it's a physical tax you incur, it's an effort, so you're actually expending energy on this task, so it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't scale infinitely. You, you will get tired of writing these things down if you don't get them done. And it's that point when you, when you sort of get to the point of not doing a to-do item or, or something that you had committed to, and you, you, know, you find yourself rewriting it on another day two or three times, maybe four or five times, you can't help but get into that mental space of thinking, you know, am I kidding myself here? Am I really getting this done? And that's what I find extremely valuable for me about this process, is that when I do start rewriting those items I didn't get to, and, and it happens all the time, days don't go to plan, things come up, um, you, you know, you might misjudge the amount of effort that a particular task will take, it happens, right? It's fine. But what needs to happen is you need to keep yourself real here by saying, you know, if I'm rewriting the same item two or three times, four or five times, then there comes a moment when you stop. And you think, okay, it is time to defer this or delegate it. Now, if you're a leader in the business or you've got a team of people or peers that you know you could delegate this task to and that that's an appropriate thing to do, great, do that sooner rather than later. Or sometimes you've just got to have that honest and sometimes difficult conversation with the person that you made the commitment to and say, look, I, I'm struggling to get this done. Do we still need to do it? Is there someone else that can do it? Can, do we change this around? How important is this? But even just entering into that conversation is a great way to build trust with your colleagues, with your customers, with your peers, with your reports. Because having that conversation, it shows that you're vulnerable, it shows that you're real, and it allows for both sides of the, this, this equation to sort of level set expectations again. Uh, and you'll, you'll find there's a, wait, a range of responses. Sometimes yes, it's got to be done, and sometimes no, actually I don't need that. And it's really healthy to have that conversation sooner rather than later as opposed to leaving it on a to-do list and just kicking it down the road constantly again and again and again. So that's the physical tax element that works really well for me. The fact that if I don't do something, I have to then write it again on another day really makes me keep it real and makes me think carefully about whether or not I'm gonna get something done. The other aspect of this that works particularly well because it's a handwritten plan on a piece of paper is that that physical limitation of the size of the piece of paper you're working with, that's valuable in and of itself. Right? There is only so many hours in the day, and likewise there should be only so many lines of paper on a page. And this comes back to why those electronic apps and the, or the, the electronic means of organizing yourself fails me. Because when you have a boundless list of, of things you can do in a scrolling view that can have thousands and thousands of entries, then that's not representative of the true nature of your time. Your time is scarce, and your time is super valuable. And so the, the act of actually physically curating your plan and going through that effort, and, and like I said, this takes me an hour, sometimes two hours on a Sunday night to do. 
but having invested that much effort in doing it, in curating this plan, makes me all the more protective about my time. And that's not only good for me, but it's good that it for everyone else that depends on me and depends on my ability to get things done. Because that way I don't run into the trust busting scenario of taking on too much uh, and missing out on, on fulfilling uh, commitments that I've made. So the page per day and writing to a small page uh, construct really works for me. And one of the things that you'll find as you do this more and more is you begin to learn your own velocity. Like I've gotten to a point now after two years of doing this where I'm very comfortable with looking at a page and knowing of these items on a, on a page, how many am I likely to get done? And I'm now at the point where I'll actually block out large sections on certain days if I know I've got a bunch of back-to-back -back meetings because no tasks are going to get done in that, in that time. And so I'll block that out knowing that that way that prevents me saying, yeah, I can do that, or yes, I'll have that done by Wednesday, writing the item in then on Wednesday, and then not getting it to it, right? So you learn your velocity, you learn how to, you learn how to spatially plan out your day, and at a glance you can tell um, when it's safe to take things on. And that reminds me, a really important part of this process is to make sure that you write down items that you commit to or things you know you've got to do as soon as you think of it. Or even better, as soon as you, as soon as you commit to it, definitely. Right? You can't have a side card of data here. And I, I fall victim to this a lot, so I have to always pull myself up on this. A side card of a to-do list sort of belies this whole process. And the number one gotcha I find here is my email inbox. If I get into the trap of treating my email inbox as my sort of pseudo to-do items, so it's like my list of things I know I've got to read and there'll be a bunch of things in there that I know I'll have to do, but I'm not looking through them yet and I'm just tracking on with my other items, it's a false economy, right? Because I probably should be deferring things on my current to-do list to go and read my emails, determine the more high priority tasks and get them scheduled into my day. So no side carts, no side lists, no little to-do items. The, the, the one exception here that I will, will say that I sometimes use is I will use Siri in the Reminders app if I'm out and about and I don't have my paper notebook. And I'll say, you know, uh, I'll quickly add a reminder in, knowing full well that then when I get back to my paper notebook, the first thing I do is I open up the Reminders app and I write each of those down, okay? Because again, it's the writing that makes this really work. So I encourage you to try this method. Um, I've been through all the different to-do uh, apps and all the different methodologies and, and they've all failed me for those same simple reasons. They're, they're limitless and they don't have enough friction when you move things around or, or they don't have enough friction to taking on too much work, too much work and, and the, the end result of that which is having to constantly reshuffle things and kick things down the line. But you can start really simple with this. I mean, I've gotten to the point where I, I've even gotten a little bit more complicated than I said at the intro to this, where I now also have a page where I'll write down, um, I'll break down my high level themes for work versus personal for the week, and I'll write a retrospective at the end of the week. But you can start very simple. The core of this is two things. First and foremost, you have to stick to a page per day because that way you are writing your list and what you don't get done that day, you're then writing on the next day. And that's the second part that's key to this. You've got to write the items and then rewrite the things that you don't get done. I'm James, and this has been Paved With Good Intentions.